are back! Bigger and better than ever! Are you ready for more chills, frills, and spills? Nah, not really. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> um, welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hello, how are you? And today we're reviewing Tucker and Dale versus Evil. For those who have loved t- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this is a movie you will love to death. Mm. Literally. Mm-hmm. So now, let's wait a minute. Let, let us give an idea what this. So let's give you an idea now, about this movie. What I was going to say, it's a comedy horror. Mm-hmm. It's not a horror, but, but it is a comedy <laughs> taking the mm-hmm. taking the horror, turning it around and make it hilarious. So. Take it away, Sarah. Yes, so it takes place with a bunch of college students who just came out there to do a bit of hanging out, camping, you know, sex, drugs and rock rock and and roll roll. or whatever you consider fun. Well, all the above. All the above. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so they came down there to hang out and they meet these two hillbillies and their, their imaginations grow rapidly wild, literally. And start thinking that they're homicidal maniacs. Now, but being fair, they weren't too bad. But their leader, the head school kid, yeah, student. His uh, name's he, Chad. Just Chad, so you know. Yeah, Chad the moron. Um, he had the thing about hillbillies, and he he kept manipulating them and feeding information to them to make them scared of hillbillies and being out in the bushy area in hillbilly mm-hmm. territory. Mm-hmm. Quite right. And he feeds this information, and then while late, late, late at night, um, they go all decide to go skinny dipping, which is a bit odd because in this scene they kept the clothes on. Hmm. Yes, so it's a bit odd there. The only one that probably was skinny dipping was the dumb blonde named Chloe, I think. See, I think she might have been topless, but we're we're digressing. Mm. These kids go decide to go skinny dipping and down at the local river or whatever it is, river or creek, mm. and Dale and Tucker, our mm. two heroes of mm-hmm. the piece, uh, are down there doing some night fishing, being innocent as they are, nice, good country lads, mm-hmm. and everything goes wrong about now. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, yeah, as you said, Mike, that's pretty much what happens in, in the story. So let's, um, just, I'll dig a little deeper in the story. They start um, going to the, the cabin and it, rep- it resembles exactly like you would look at um, Evil Dead or the cabin in the woods, which we might review later on if you care to listen to our podcast. Yeah, we might more. do that. But the crappy old rundown cabin, they think it's marvellous. It's a holiday mansion. It yeah, but not, to the yeah. holiday kids, they, it looks as rundown as, as well, um, just rundown pretty it's much. It's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, irrespective. Irrespective, yes. Uh, but anyway, they, they get there about the same time uh-huh. and then... Yes. Everything is goes um, to pot. Well, actually, we, we will, I will throw not not necessarily spoiler, but the tone of the movie is it's a role reversal. Mm-hmm. What we have is instead of the innocent college kids coming up and being killed off 
by the country guys. And they become heroes. And, and, and become heroes by, by saving themselves or whoever's left over mm. uh, from the naughty hillbillies. Mm. Uh, the hillbilly guys are really the innocent victims of the mean, horrible college kids. Oh. A really good, fun reversal. What do you think? I agree, Mike. I mean, it does sound like a, it had an interesting story where... A lot of slashes, you know, the ones the um, ones you probably watched, like Chainsaw Massacre and um, Friday the 13th and, and all, um, all, all the other ones. Movies. All yeah, the yeah, other yeah, ones yeah. that you yeah. may think of that deal with silly college kids, silly storylines, and then <coughs> silly decision-making when yeah. you think Actually, about it. Uh, before we go too much on from here, this uh, movie... Now, the story was written by Eli Craig, mm-hmm. who wrote the screenplay along with a Morgan Jurgensen, who I believe was the, one of the producers. Mm-hmm. And Eli Craig actually directed the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, which is the name of the, uh, the title of the movie, was done in 2010. Uh, Eli hasn't done too many things, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think, but... This was his um, baby. De- his, his first one, his debut, as they might call it, in the film industry. And I think as the first off film, it comes up pretty damn good, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, and as you mentioned it, Eli and his wife, Sasha, um, they made a cameo in this brief, in this at the beginning and at the end of the movie. And yeah, as a film crew. Yes, as yeah, a cameraman crew. and a reporter, just so you know. <laughs> And which is kind of cool when you think about it, putting themselves inside the um, film itself, actually, just like something out of Afri- uh, Alfred Hitchcock. And that's really interesting because it starts off with the film crew coming to the scene of a murder massacre, scene. murder scene, whatever, mm-hmm. with the police and everything. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is the rest of the movie is the flashback, and it brings it back up to this point. Yeah, at the end of the movie, kind of cool. Yeah, so it's I quite, mean, yeah, quite well done. I yeah. agree. I mean, um, it's really kind of brought your 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 mind into attention. I mean, the whole point of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one thing I like about horror movies is that the way to the beginning of the movie, you get a bit of a a jump scare or scare itself, and that kind of draws you in the story. Yeah, it's it's it, it's some people think it uh, they let too too much information out too early in the movie, but. This is a comedy, and they want to keep people interested in it. Mm-hmm. So there are jump scares, and what, what do you call when you get get a uh, a funny thing happen? Uh, that's like jump scare, obviously. It's a, mm. a, a trick or whatever. A call trick it. or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, to make it interested, mm. interesting. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. That was really funny. Yes, yeah, so something that makes you problem. makes your heart yeah. jump into your throat, so to speak, and then have a good chuckle about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we we'll, we won't. Tell you every one mm. of these funny little thingies, but mm. we'll touch on a couple of them to give you an yeah, idea I'll what give to you, expect. Yeah, he, here's <coughs> one part of the story I really, really love. Hey, oh, this one of the. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm thinking of a, um, a scene between two characters. Okay. Um, good, this one good. bit of this the story that comes to mind is when Dale falls in love with one of the college students, and she's pretty cute, she's and lovely. she's what you would consider a final girl type material. Oh, she's pretty. Uh, she was um, mm-hmm. a lady called Allison, uh, and Katrina Bowden played the role. She was a very attractive lady, yeah. and um, mm. I, th- I, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, she really suited the yeah. final girl sort yeah. of, yeah. Yeah, see. Dale kind of saved her from drowning, and that's where the whole thing starts yeah. rocketing in the wrong direction yeah, for every character. Yeah, all the other characters. college kids thought, 
oh, he's attacking her, and they all ran away. Yeah. And, all, and they had to take Allison back to their cabin mm-hmm. to look after her until they had contacted the college kids. Yeah. And, and say, hey, we've got your friend here. Yeah. Is, is okay? I think I, yeah. one of them let slip that they thought they saw D- Dale, Dale eating her, eating face. her face, which yeah. I think he was. They misinterpreted as mouth to mouth. Yeah, he'll, maybe. he'll do a mouth to mouth trying to revive her, and they said in the dark, it looked like he was eating her face. Now, hello, mm. a little bit of logic comes yeah. to mind. Did anyone bother going to ask or <laughs> check? Considering there's something like six college kids and two hillbillies, you know, hello, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, safety in numbers. Yes, but exactly. No, they, they just. Jumped to the wrong conclusions all yeah. the way through the movie. Yeah, they did. And they even, um, much later in this movie, they thought she would be the result of a Stockholm... Oh, no, no. Um, no, well, no. When they actually find... When the other college kids actually come and find her at the cabin, yeah. and she say, no, you got it all wrong. These guys are really good. Yeah, they're really And one it. of her friends says, oh, I've read about this. This is You're suffering the Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome, which is where a captive person starts to... Uh, build a relationship, but with the uh, the bad guys, the bad guys, uh, because uh, they're reliant on them uh, mm. for their well-being and fooding and food and whatever. Mm. And uh, and says no, these guys are really yeah. good. No one believes her, <laughs> and they don't want to know. They believe Chad, who's a moron. Yeah, <laughs> he practically fed them a lot of weird dialogue throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, spurring them on to do evil things. But, yeah, yeah, saying yeah. stuff like. W- this is our time. This is, you know, sort of just like the Goonies where um, Mikey says his pep talk saying, this is our time. We should be doing this our way, not not the way our parents should do it, all that stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Only in Chad's case, it sounded like it bordered on um, psych... He's psychotic. Psychotic. <laughs> but we won't go on it because there's a bit of a, a twist at the end of the movie, isn't there? Yes, a very good one, uh, that. Anyway. So... Uh, I'll move on to my favourite scene in this movie where Tucker is cutting into a log and oh, yeah. these kids are just outside, out, out front of the cabin, you see. Yeah, and, Tuck, and, and uh, Tucker's around the back of the cabin so they can't see what he's doing. Yes, and you hear the chainsaw. <laughs> and then you um, then Tucker cuts into a either a, a, a beehive or, or a, a wasp nest. nest. And then he the beehive starts... Buzzing all over the place, and Trying he's swinging him. down his his yeah. buzzsaw all over the place. Yeah, yeah. and, and he's running kid. with the buzzsaw, much reminiscent of Leatherface. Yeah, what's Holder's name? Uh, um, what? The guy who played Leatherface. Uh, um, what's his first name? Like, sorry, it's Holder. My, yeah, what's Hot, it, Hot, Hot, something. What's his first name? Um, it slipped my mind. Anyway, the guy who plays Leatherface, um, something hotter, I can't remember his first name. Uh, the way he was running around during the movie, swinging the chainsaw around, well, Tucker's doing the same thing, trying to scare the bugs away. And the college students see him and say, oh no, he's going to cut us up little pieces. And they start running away. Yeah, and <laughs> and he was chasing after a boy named Mitch, I think his name is. Oh, and, I think so, yeah. yeah I, did, I, did, and, I, did, I didn't worry about all their names. Yeah, I, me neither. cannon fodder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I do mention member Mitch, and I mention member Chloe. Chloe's the um, dumb blonde dumb I told blonde. you about. They always have a dumb blonde, don't they? Yeah, so anyway, as I was saying, Mitch is running through the woods. Tucker's following, or not following, he's actually, they're running sort of together side by side side by side almost and this uh, this guy young guy is not looking where he's going runs into into a tree branch which is sticking out in the wrong way and gets you straight through the chest 
Yeah. And he's the first of many deaths. Yeah, and when the kids, other students find him, they assume that Tucker impaled, impaled him there. Him there. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. Had, why the hell? He had a chainsaw. Why just cut him up in little pieces? Yeah. You know, yeah it's, 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 just, it's, just, it's ludicrous. It's fun. Yeah, well, they weren't there, so they didn't really see the whole <laughs> what happened. That was whole. That's the whole point of this movie. You yeah, yeah. you see things you and that leaves you wondering. Your imagination leaving you wondering a lot. Yeah, and, the, and you realise at the end of it that uh, these college kids were just so so stupid. Considering they're supposed to be educated kiddies going yeah. to university or college, or college, yeah, college, college, I think. college kids. I'm about twenty years old, so yeah. I'm not quite sure how the education system is in America. <laughs> they're about twenty years old, so. Uh, senior college or whatever, oh, but they're whatever. supposed to be bright little students. Yeah, not, not. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it gets really interesting. I think my other favorite bit was when one of the kids came out, Tucker, in another scene with a with a sort of small pin um, pocket oh, so knife. Pocket knife, yeah. But a real small one. You know, one of just fold open. I like, used to use small pen knives here yeah. in Australia. But so pe- sort of knife, pretty yeah. much a small pen knife, and he comes <laughs> out, Tucker, and they, he has this wood chipper thing. Yeah, he's putting tree branches into it, and this guy, this student, runs at Tucker, and just when he gets there, Tucker doesn't see him. Tucker bends down to get another branch, oh, and this guy, young guy, tries to tackle him. <laughs> well, what happens, Sarah? <laughs> uh, he jumps head first into the, the wood, wood chipper. chipper. <laughs> And all you see is the legs dangling out and everything. Yeah, else. and so, all the other yeah. kids think that Tucker is, is pushing him in. in while Tucker's actually trying to pull him out. Uh-huh. Yeah, and pretty much you only see him as a half half of what he used to be. Well, no, he made a comment. They, they finally get him out of there, and they said, We better pull, uh, hide his body, you know, Tucker and Darby yeah. put away. And he says, He's very heavy for half a man or something, rather, half or a guy. half a guy. <laughs> But see, I think from about his navel upwards, there wasn't too much of him. It's no, just, just, it's just his, his hips and a pair of legs. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. And like always, the kids got the wrong end of it again. Yeah, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Yeah. yeah, until, well, until it gets, it just gets really messy and a little bit funny. Very messy, <laughs> blood and guts and gore. And everything. Yeah, at one point that. Well, I won't go into more details. It's so it's too good to, even for me to mention it because it's worth watching on your own. Yeah, we don't tell you too much. If we give too much away, we'll tell you the whole story. Now, yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, um, mm. there was a funny bit there I really liked. I mean, okay, go on. Um, Spill. One of the college students says, "Look, I'll, I'll go and get help. I'll go get the sheriff." And he's obviously a coward, didn't want to stay there. Uh, of course. And he said, what about somebody else going? He says, it's my father's car and I'm the only one allowed to drive it. So that was a good excuse. Anyway, he comes back later with the sheriff. Yeah. And that's about the same time that Tucker and Dale are pulling this half a body along the ground. And the sheriff looks at them and walks up and says, yeah, mm. what's happening? And says, you wouldn't believe this, Sheriff. We've had a really lousy day. These kids are committing suicide all around us. And yeah. the Sheriff says, do you take me for an idiot? And she says, no, well, we've got their friend inside. And he says, uh-huh. uh-huh. And that, yeah, because that's what she's been there because he's convalescing. And the Sheriff goes inside innocently mm. to go there and talk to them and talk to Allison and say, right, okay, and get her side of everything accidentally inside the cabin there's a loose pole holding the roof up and 
the sheriff leans on it and then a bean swings down and hits him in the head and he's got these four-inch nails poke into his skull and he staggers out yes. towards this police car where the students yes, are another and he dies and they think, Tucker and nail down again. Yeah, meaning they <laughs> think that they imp- they yeah, stabbed they, him with that thing. Yeah, he hit him in the head of these four-inch nails on a piece of wood. You know. It just goes on and on, like this, all the way through the movie. Just a situation of these mm-hmm. funny little events. And, and it does, <coughs> excuse me, a bit of a cough here. But mm-hmm. <coughs> a bit of sinus trouble. I'm not dying of this uh, coronavirus thing. Um, Don't go that far. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, all the way through the movie, it, it, the continuity is really good because it leads one thing to another. The storyline flows mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and after so many people being killed off, <laughs> uh, they end up uh, back at the... Um, the cabin of Allison, the, the girl yeah. who nearly drowned. Yeah, and, and this is, leads up to the bit we were talking about, about the Stockholm Syndrome yeah, thing. But <laughs> we, don't go, we won't go there again. Mm-hmm. But then there, and she's trying to act as a mediator between Dale and Chad. And, uh, Chad. So you sit down there and explain your side of things. And Chad goes, well, when I was... Well, when my mother was a young, you know, here twenty years ago, she she told the story a bit about hillbillies there killing her and uh, killing well. her boyfriend, and and she got pregnant because she got raped by a hillbilly, and and in the end, her, her friends who tried to save her come in there, and with a, with oh, um a um a grass <laughs> clipper thing. Excuse me. What's it called? Oh, I think it was um. What do you have now? Um, I wasn't sure of what it I was. I think it's like a whippersnipper or yeah, something. Yeah, whippersnipper, or, yeah. Yeah, a brush cut or something. And he goes in there to, to get somebody. He misses mm-hmm. and he hits some, one of the other students in the face yeah. with it. Uh, they do yeah. something else. Uh, and then somebody catches on fire accidentally. And yeah. is it the dumb blonde? She the, picks yeah. up something that looks like yeah, water. Yeah, I think she picked which up... Which is probably methylated spirits yeah. or mineral slurps. <laughs> and threw that in to put the fire out and set him more, more on fire. Yeah. And then the, the stuff on the fire the, from the fire triples on the floor to where they've got petrol cans and everything else. And they and there's a throwaway line saying, I think we should have taken those outside before. And a few minutes later, the whole place blows up. But yet, yeah. Tucker, Dale and Allison yeah. managed to escape just before it blows up. And they yeah. think, oh, okay, everyone is dead. Yeah. What a shame. And then Chad, the naughty guy, for some reason didn't get totally blown up, but his face is burnt and everything. And he gets up and he walks out, takes a a shot of his, his puffer, his ventolin. He's, got, he's an asthmatic. Actually, that plays an important part of the storyline. He, he's an asthmatic, but he's also allergic to chamomile tea, we found out. Hint, hint. And Tucker has a very, very... No, not Tucker. Dale has Dale. a very, very good memory for trivia. And that plays a good part later on, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. I mean, he's... Um, Alison... Well, in this movie, I've, as I mentioned earlier, that Alison does grow really fond of... Dale, Dale yeah. and and she finds him really smart and and in a funny way. In a funny way, <laughs> and and of course, um, Dale thinks he's not good enough for her because so she, she, she she's sophisticated and everything else. Yeah, he's just a country bumpkin, and he's not really. He's just a nice, easygoing yeah. country guy who probably never got too far ahead in schooling because. He thinks a bit differently, mm-hmm. but he's really smart. He eats. Mm-hmm. He sucks up a lot of knowledge. Yes, he's and he's really smart in his own yeah, way. Yeah, and Alison let mentioned to him um, that she, that she's also came from a farm and she also knows how to take care of herself. Yes, he was. So she she grew up on a farm. It was a case of 
uh, do your bit or get out. So you see your way around a farm properly. So yeah. being up country in that sort of area was not new to her. Yeah, so and, she and, was... And so you're starting to get a nice bond of tail because he is a genuinely nice guy and she could see through the country bumpkin hill believe it hmm. and in the end well there's a bit of a surprise ending there but anyway um, yeah <laughs> yeah anyway, I, I like think, the closeness when it gets yeah it's, the, gets... And, and she realized he was a nice guy because he saved her life hmm. and he was looking after her and just talking oh, to her and she realized yeah, yeah nice guy yeah. And anyway, anyway, we get back to where Chad yeah. comes out of the building. Yeah. Chad goes out and he chases them, and the the three of them, uh, Tucker, Dale, and Allison, jump into Tucker's car and try to drive away. Dale's driving the truck, and um, they smash into a tree. <laughs> and then he wakes up a little bit long, a bit later, and uh, Tucker's there. He's, he's he's not feeling very good. Might have had a busted rib, broken arm. I can't remember. Yeah. And but Allison's not there. <laughs> now this is the part that bugs me. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Tucker is on the ground outside the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Allison was in the middle. Mm-hmm. Dale was still behind the steering wheel. Uh-huh. Now, now, if Chad went in there and he was a homicidal maniac... Yes. ...and he kidnapped Allison, why didn't he just kill Tucker and Dale? Oh, that's an interesting question. He didn't. He left them... Uh, he left them alone, and he dragged Allison off. Oh, is interesting. It's interesting. Uh, uh, no one ever queried that, did they? Mm. But anyway, irrespective. Irrespective, <laughs> it does make for an interesting story. Because it, 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 yeah, yeah, obviously, it, because obviously, the story has to go on a bit further. Mm. So, what happened then, Sarah? Well, um, Tucker <laughs> sits him down and tells him how they were when they were young. They he reminisced about good times, as well as telling him that oh, yeah. you're you're. You're not as dumb as you look, or... Oh, no, he's not, he's not as... He, he says something like, you're not as dumb as I think you are. Yes. That's a really sort of, sort of nice backhanded comment. Yeah. <laughs> he also mentions a way to into it, that when they were young, um, they used to catch fro- frogs in the river, I mean the creek, and they'll mention that he used to lick them. <laughs> um, Even though it made him yeah. sick. But I think, I think Tucker encouraged him to lick the frogs. Yes, so um, this is outside information I found out, that the actor, um, what's his name? Which one, Dale or Tucker? Dale. Dale, uh, he is uh, Tyler Labine. Yeah, Tyler Labine actually did lick a toad in a small role. A toad or a frog? A toad. He had, in a small role, he, in one of the episodes of The X-Files in 1996. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. You learn something new every day. He must have been a lot younger. Mm, Most likely. (laughs) Well, this is 2010. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, But anyway, look, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, um, Tyler uh, Levine played a really, really good role in this. We're not Mm -hmm. finished yet. Yeah. Uh, And he's sort of like the... the well, a soft, gentle, cuddly guy that wouldn't hurt the fly, and you've got to take on the mean guy, Ooh. which is going to come up in a minute. Yeah, this is just like um, in those Final Girl movies where you start off um, your or, your ordinary self. Yeah, he's the final girl, isn't he? Sort of. Well, the final. He's the, the final boy. Yeah. So he's like the well, he's the hero. He gro- he grows, you know, in not only in brains but in a little bit more what to do and yeah, he, um, yeah, he, and eventually yeah. he knows that he can beat this guy he does so he, 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 he oh he had, he had a dog through this movie uh, 
a Jengus or something Jengus. rather. Jengus. And he just, oh, beautiful, cuddly yeah, old thing. Yeah, he's a gorgeous puppy. Uh, but anyway, he, he, uh, he, with the help of his faithful hound dog, Wolf, uh, <laughs> wolf uh, they trace uh, Allison and Chad to... I don't know if it was deserted sawmill. It looked like it had been deserted. Yeah, it looked like it to Even me, too. Even all stuff was still there. And like yeah, and, and not to mention Carl... Um, <coughs> the, the, uh, I forget the tea, okay? <laughs> but anyway, uh, now, oh. Alison is tied up on a log on a saw bench next to a big buzz saw. Yeah. Now, if Chad was going to try befriend her and woo her, woo. I can understand... Uh, part of this, uh, be my girlfriend or I'll cut you in half. Um, well, that, that if, is not a good way to endear yourself to somebody. Well, if you watch those old, I go back many years when I think about this, um, where the where the um, villain traps a the heroin and puts her on a bus, or you know, you've seen and those. And then the hero old, comes along. And then the hero comes along. And Pretty much like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of like those old movies where Jones, do, 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 where do, do, the um, villain is a a mustache twirling baddie guy <laughs> who oh and always wearing black <laughs> yeah. like snidely whiplash in the cartoon so yeah <laughs> yeah roughly <laughs> exactly like that but anyway but, they're there and Dale gets there and he says right now I'm gonna kick your butt or kick bum but he says okay I'm gonna get some gear here. He went here yeah, and he found yeah. some stuff in the yeah. storeroom, and he straps all his gear on and yeah, yeah and a, a welding mask, mask <laughs> and and spiky things on his uh, feet. Feet, oh. like the thing you use when you're climbing trees and stuff. Yeah. And he got a buzz saw, no buzz, a chainsaw and everything. And then he walks it's, through the door and. It, Chad was there, but Alison's there, and she freaks, not knowing who it is. Uh, not another one. And she says, oh, it's only me. Do I look intimidating? And she says, yeah. And he's saying, sweet. sweet. Yeah. And that's what I have often said in the past when I'm, like, really happy about something. Like, say, sweet. But any, sweet. anyway, uh, he, uh, a battle in shoes. Yes. Uh, uh, Dale uh, and Chad at it, yeah. quite good, and yeah. uh, obviously chainsaw cha- against chainsaw, and, and, so to speak. Cha- oh no, chainsaw against pipe. Yeah, that's it's true. Only one chainsaw, mm-hmm. but um, but at that point when they're fighting, Chad turns on the buzzsaw and the feeding bench, so it's gradually getting closer oh. and closer. So Dale has to really work hard yeah. to uh, try to get her off uh, the bench. Beat well, he does accidentally. He picks up. Uh, yeah. An axe. An axe that I think Chad threw at him. He threw it to try hit Chad. Went straight past him, hit the ropes and cut the ropes that were binding Allison to the log. Close. Lucky. That like, was lucky. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, she gets off there. And, yeah. And, uh, what, well, anyway. Um, they kind of... Um, they escape Chad. They escape Chad and they head into another room. And they run upstairs. Why do they always run upstairs where there's no escape point? Yeah. I do not know. Well, I would run out the door and head for the bushes. But I no, they run upstairs mm. to an office. Well, I guess it's usually <laughs> uh, the final confronting and they want to make it look more kind of... And not to mention, it, it's this part comes uh, as a bit of the interesting twist that comes to mind yeah. in, this, in this scene. But anyway, they're up there and they lock themselves in there a little bit and they're looking around for weapons and stuff. And while Dale's looking for weapons, he finds a box of chamomile tea. Hint, hint. So wait a minute. And while he's doing that... Allison finds an old newspaper from 20 years ago about the murders which happened there. Mm. And there's a picture of the murderer, this hillbilly guy who killed everybody, and it's the spitting image of, of Chad. Chad. And then they, the penny dropped that Chad was 
the offspring of, of the mad hillbilly who killed everybody 20 years ago. That would explain why he isn't wired properly. Mm-hmm. Aha. Ah. And then Chad comes bursting in and planning mm-hmm. on killing both he, Alice. Yeah, he had to change all his hand. Yes, and Dale gives him, shows him the article and... and well, you get you get what happens it, next. It, it, it can't be. Yeah. It's a bit like Luke Skywalker. That's impossible. You can't be my father. Well, same sort of scenario. Yeah, but only anyway. a lot more. Like well, Luke he, Skywalker would never change all. Yeah. yeah, and he's in more denial, but at the same time, he's more angry. That and he still every- wants to kill them, even yes. though he's a hillbilly like uh, Dale. Yeah. So what happens is Dale... Smart the, fellow, because mm-hmm. he remembers everything, had the camel tea mm-hmm. in his hand and threw it in Chad's face. And he starts having an immediate allergic reaction to it. He can't breathe, he's choking, and he falls out yeah. uh, some barn doors on the first level and ends up on the ground yeah. outside. That reminds oh. me of J- is it Jason? It didn't happen yeah. Jason. One of the things he fell out, oh, he's down there. And then looked later on, he'd gone for a little walk. Uh, and this yeah. happened the same thing. Oh, uh, just so um, before he falls down. Dell being the nice Samaritan guy, good Samaritan, yeah. I mean, he says, Let's, don't worry about him, we'll get his inheritor and he'll be right as rain, but then, and then of he course... he falls out the window. <laughs> <laughs> being the yeah. good Samaritan, I always think yeah. that Dell is always Actually, you thinking... know, the good Samaritan part, just going backwards uh, to half over the movie, uh, when the police guy died, one of the students, being really brave, grabbed the police, or the sheriff's gun... And he, he picked it up and he went over and he <laughs> held it, pointing at Tucker and Dale's. He said, oh, what have you, you said to him? And, and Dale, being such an innocent guy, said, um, you can't do anything with it unless you take the safety off. And the guy said, oh. So he turns around looking for safety, took the safety off, the gun's pointing at his face and the accent he pulled Bow. the trigger, and <laughs> another one bites the dust. <laughs> that was a really an awesome now, kill. And Tucker says, why the hell did you tell him that? <laughs> yeah, well, technically, that was that death was all that guy's fault. It was so funny. <laughs> you know, uh, but why you tell know. the guy's going to kill you how to kill you? That's, yeah, poor old Yeah, Dale. well, technically, it wasn't um, Dale or Tuck's fault. I mean, it was the kids holding the gun's fault. Yeah, well, Holding in yeah. the wrong direction. Yeah, you don't look at guns that way. See, these kids weren't really bright. Of course But anyway, not. going back to where we are in this, um, <laughs> uh, this um, a sawmill. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, they sort of... Did, what, did, from there, the, does it jump to the police... Um, cut, it cuts to the um 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 the um the police and everybody police there, and yeah. everyone there trying to work out what, what just happened. happened. And you got a news a news broadcaster who was there at the beginning saying it looks like it was a suicide pact and a and a killer and everything else. So uh, Tucker and Dale aren't guilty of anything in the yeah, eyes of the Meaning they were probably the released off without you know getting charged yeah. and everything yeah. or whatever. And they believe their story, which is highly implausible. Most of the time they blame the hillbillies whether they're right or wrong. Yeah, and there's no yeah. other witnesses to testify whether or not Tucker and Dale have done anything wrong. They didn't in any way. But her point remains is that it's going really good there. Do we tell them about... What's the next bit? Was it in the hospital? They're in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Tucker's there in bed and he looks a bit dreamy-eyed and Dale come down... And says, "How are you doing?" And Tucker says, "Something I'm like high on medication. I'm high on prescription drugs." It was medication. <laughs> it's really good. And medication. Um, medication. Yeah, prescription, prescription medication. And uh, 
Tucker brings him out a beer and he puts, he puts a straw in it for him and says, there you go, I'll bring you back one later. And while they're talking, they, uh, Tucker says, well, did you ask Alison out on a date? And he said, no, well, mm. didn't get around to it. Mm. And he said, oh, and mm. Tucker's going, I don't know. You, you what like am I the girl. <laughs> why, why don't you do something? He says, well, we are going bowling this afternoon because she said she liked bowling. He had a big smile. He walks. See, see you later. He walks out the door. So yeah. they're at the bowling alley. Oh wait, wait, oh, wait, no. wait before right. we go to the bowling alley, um, I want to go back a bit mm. more again. Mm. And once, just well, maybe maybe a little, little further back. I mean, there was a scene where Chad chops off Tucker's ring. I mean, his fingers. Two of his mm. fingers. I can't tell. He's two. I mean. On his right right hand, yeah. His bowling, he said his bowling fingers. So yeah, it's his two small fingers on his um right hand, yeah. and that and they actually got them. They brought them back and they sewed them on. Yes, and guess what else? One of them looks like a female's finger yeah. nail. I wouldn't be surprised if it was <laughs> Chloe's finger the, nail. He says it a throwaway line. I don't remember that finger. Yeah. <laughs> it's got red nail polish, so you won't be confused. It looks, look, if you can, it looks strange, but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was a funny scene that one. Yeah, but anyway, they, they are at the bowling alley. Okay, we're back at the bowling alley, and they're having, and uh, Dale oh, during the movie had Alison had fallen off a rock and hit her head. Yes. And was knocked out. Yes. And then during the movie, did, did Dale, Dale knock her out once or twice? Um, twice. He knocked her out twice, accidentally. Accidentally. Uh, so he said, I've got a present for you. It's a pink bike helmet, you know, a crash helmet, so to protect the head. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, if they're going to hope for a second date, they're... Just in case. Just in case. Uh, and, but then, anyways, really weird looking... Strange looking hillbilly guy yeah. uh, comes over and talks to Dale there. And Dale says, Yeah, you should go believe in yourself and go after what you want and everything. And he said, Yeah. So he, he wanders off to the, to the next al- uh, lane or two oh, and accosts a couple of the girls over there. And guess what? <laughs> One of them gets knocked out and he starts to drag her off. <laughs> and um, Dale and um, Alice look at each other and and, and they, look, they said something like, You going to do anything about it? They look back at they look back at their mates as nah, and then did they, they kiss them? Yeah, they yeah, kiss. They Actually, oh, they kissed twice in this yeah, scene. Yeah, it was so sweet. The first one was before the um knocking out bit, and the yeah. second one was after. Yeah, but anyway, and then it goes back to the site of the uh, the massacre, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um the the cameraman and the reporter lady are going through, trying to get more information, trying to make it, you know, G it up so they can do a really good investigative reporting thing. And just when they go into the building, what happened? Get whacked. Who by? Chad. They yes. haven't found Chad yet, and he's, he, yeah, he, killed, just, he killed both of yeah, them. Yeah, just so you know, guys know, this this scene came at the beginning, and just that way to the end, they kind of were yeah. just doing a brief before they went off to yeah, um, check do, out the damn yeah, site. Yeah, the building and stuff. Yeah, yeah. go for so the building. So it was quite good. I mean, so, it, 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 the, the start and the end were at the same time. Yeah, so it was a, a sort yeah, of... Every, um, everything was retrospective. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. most, most of the movie was anyway. Oh, yeah, I thought anyway, it was credible. His <coughs> sinus is giving me grief. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <coughs> I thought I might bring up uh, this sort of thing. Uh, in On the, um, the DVD, you know, if you got the DVD already, it may have um it has a special feature on the dvd player the uh, movie from the from the college kids perspective in which tucker and dill are the murderers in this one meaning that it the um footage is all taken from the kids perspective not so Ah, much as the end so the full-length movie is it 
probably half of uh, half of it. A feature out or something. Yeah, okay. where it leaves you. Well, it may not a be bit, a bit like a traditional movie. Yeah, line. like okay. if you just stick to the college kids, where they just come there, pack probably sucking faces yeah. <laughs> on Actually, each other, yeah. you know, by kissing all that stuff, yeah. and then all hell breaks loose, and and then keeping to the um, natural order of of slasher films mm-hmm. leaves everyone <coughs> wondering what's ha- who, what's oh. all this stuff good what's going on here okay now I'm, I'm going to take go for a minute <laughs> this movie is it was said to have only taken about five million dollars to make and only made about 4.7 million at the box office mm-hmm. now I don't know well, look it was the mainstream movie by my mm-hmm. standards so obviously that might have held back the uh, ticket sales a bit mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone gave it a fair chance because it was a good movie for what it was. I mean, yeah, it was a parody. It was a send-up. But, but I mean, your scary movie was a send-up, mm-hmm. wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah, and, and it made money. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. so you guys know, this film was probably um, shelved for three years until much later on it was finally released, which gets me wondering why the heck did they keep it locked up for so long instead of just release it generally like like any other film out there what do you think mike uh sorry i wasn't i was drifting away then <laughs> i'm talking about how um how come they they kept it locked oh, they away and they, not they, they shelve it, it um shelve sometimes it, i think it's an appropriate it. time to release something or mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, oh i don't know yes no yes no yes no I think it went through a film festival. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, they that. did. And, and they had a good response there. It got there, a good but, response yeah. there, but, it, but they, that was about they, it. there was no mainstream release. No, no. Not the so I think it was a limited independent type release sort yeah. of through independent theatres or something. Re- it was just re- directly released to DVD and and there you have it. Well, it didn't, well, it didn't go direct to DVD. They had, well, a lim- they had a limited run through independence probably yeah. and then went to DVD or, and or whatever things mm-hmm. went to. But, but it just came out... Get, get, See, we're talking about production and different things. And you look, uh, production actually began in June mm-hmm. in 2009, that with the casting of the actors and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the photography started a month later, so that would have been July 2009. Um, and um, in, t- in October, it was in post production, so they mm-hmm. took a few months to make the movie. Which, when you think about some movies, say we took ten months or twelve months to make the movie, he did it in a very short period of time. Like somebody I know and love very dearly sitting next to me now, she made her own movie, which is coming out in a couple of months' time, yeah. and she put the storyline together, mm-hmm. wrote the script, held the auditions, mm-hmm. um, got into filming in June of last year mm. um it was finished in what october or mm. yeah october? roughly finished in october but we weren't fin- filming every week we were doing yeah as much as uh, we could but the actual filming amounts of days the actual filming days probably only about two two and a half weeks of filming days mm-hmm. uh in all that period the rest of us there we had the breaks we had to hire and release uh the sites we had to film at mm. uh but and now it's in post-production. She's done it all. Mm. So I'll have to look at Sarah and say, job well done. Uh, and I'm, I'm pleased to be her father. I, I'm like, I can say I'm your father. <laughs> Gee, they don't think I'm your brother with a voice like this. Um, <laughs> lucky it's not a video. Um, 
but no, see, so you can do it in a short period of time if you're organised. And, yeah, all I'm saying is this guy, Eli Craig, has proved you can make a really good movie in a short period of time. Hmm, quite right. And, and Sarah can do it. And other people have done sh- uh, movies in a short period of time. You, you, you just cut all the crap out, pardon the language. Mm. Well, it's not exactly swearing. Well, no, but the point is, if you get into it and you don't waste time, you can achieve a lot in a, in a small amount of time. Mm. I saw, we, we reviewed a movie recently. It was in 10 months in, from start of filming to the end of filming. And I tried to work it out. It worked out about a minute's filming per day. Mm. To me, that's a, a gross a waste of money. If, if you go down to one minute a day that's i mean one minute a day that's seven minutes a week mm. what are you guys doing mm. if filming started your sets should be already made so you can actually film mm. where's the problem mm. good question a lot of wasted time and a wasted money mm-hmm. so yeah shoestring budget doesn't mm. mean a shoestring quality mm-hmm. true mm. Yeah, so so back to the actual <laughs> movie itself. Before. We, we were talking about Eli. Mm. <laughs> so. Yes, another thing about this movie, in one of the scenes, what's the name of Dale, Dale's, um, Dale's char- character again? Uh, Tyler Labine. Tyler Labine um, ad-libbed in one of the, his scenes, one, some of his lines where he says, they hate my face. <laughs> Yeah, well, living's good. I mean, mm-hmm. he owned the part. He, he felt yeah, the part. It, it uh, seemed appropriate. Yeah, yeah. And actually, a lot of people over the years have done that. Yeah, in my feature film, um, most of my actors have c- approached me and asked me, could I ad-lib a bit of some of the s- in some of the scenes? Yeah. I say, as long as it um, fits in with, this, with our f- the the film. In the period. In the period. Because yeah, the, the movie that Sarah's made is... Uh, a 50s-style movie in the 50s. Now, you, now you wouldn't use uh, 2020 yeah, you wouldn't, slang. Yeah, you for, wouldn't for say 70, swear words. Uh, 70, well, you, you could, but the swear word have, would have to be appropriate for 1950, mm. not 2020. So the words had to be... Fit, uh, fit, yeah. Fit, fit, yeah. But yeah. there wasn't any swearing in your movie, I hope. No, zero swearing. Um, not that I'm boring anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, point. It's, but the point, yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, retaining credibility mm-hmm. uh, and belief in the period. If you mm. do a sci-fi 100 years in the future, you would expect people to be a, bit, mm. a little bit more progressive, mm-hmm. not oh, I'm a backwards hillbilly like Dale mm-hmm. and Tucker. It'd be obviously different. And if you take mm-hmm. someone and do a period movie 500 years ago, you couldn't have them contemporary like mm-hmm. we are now. So I think the people in this movie mm. suited the roles. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I found out in the movie, guys, is that they did some... <coughs> um, when they were doing product placement, the only thing that they could have they used was the beers that... Tucker and Dale have drunk throughout the movie. Well, I didn't see the labels clearly, and I don't know all the beer brands in America. Me neither. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't have a look at the shop they went into, where they had Coca Cola and stuff hanging around and, mm. and other things on yeah, the shelf. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. There was one um, scene where they where Dale and and Allison were playing. They were playing a game called uh, trivia. Trivial, trivia. No, no, they couldn't. Um, they didn't get the product placement for Trivia Pursuit, no. so no, they had they, to make up. Trivia. So they made up a game called based off that game. Yeah, they're called Trivia or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 
we get back Dale re- retaining a lot of information. He he blitzed it. He was just so clever. He just he he was a sponge for useless information and made him really good at this game. Yes, exactly so. And there were some other product placements that they couldn't buy, but they had to replace it with their own version of yeah. product placement. Yeah. We'll make it up as they go I along. Got, yeah, but it can't be having beer written on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they actually, they bought the product, um, the brand well, see, itself. It's in whole so point, that was cool. If you do product placement and you do that, you, you, you would think that they'd be getting some money from the person who owns the product for mm. advertising in the movie. Good point. That does help. Um, it does help. Yeah, if they want to. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think there was another one where where they were looking at some newspaper clippings in one of the scenes, and one of them had a chili dog. Um, yeah, two for voucher. the price of one, or something or other, or yeah. unlimited, uh, no expiry date, or something yeah. or other. And they, that's another yeah. example of what I was talking about. <laughs> that that they another product placement that they made up mm. for for this movie. Mm. So there was, they the only product they. Could so they had to make up a few fake product placements because I mentioned they were tr- they were trying fake, you can't have a fake product placement. Yeah. It's a fake a fake product placement yeah. is not a, a product placement. Mm, true. But they had to make up fake names yeah. on some of the containers and stuff, yeah. yeah. So you know they weren't advertising somebody else's gear because mm-hmm. they might get annoyed that they had their product in their movie and stuff. Yeah. You know, it gets yeah. really deep. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you know, product placement is a bit funny when you think about well, it. Like, I know this is a separate subject, but in Demolition Man, originally when they were they oh, were going yeah. to Tucker Bell, that they changed it to Pizza Hut. They yeah, dubbed it yeah, in no, and yeah, yeah, changed the, yeah, the logos. The original movie had Taco Bell signs mm-hmm. around the place, and they actually said the word Taco Bell. A later version of it had the close-up signs of Taco Bell saying. Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. but the signs in the far background, you can still see it's Taco Bell, and they'd super, uh, what do it's not super, they layered, uh, re- redid the vocals for the syllables when I say Taco Bell, they'd say Pizza Hut, the same amount of syllables, they did it, why? It was well after the movie yeah, was made. Yeah, and it won't um, yeah, so Taco Bell have something to say about the product placement being replaced? I, I just don't know why they'd bother, they'd cost money to change it. Yeah, and, and why we do it when it's already been in the theatres and already released on DVD with Taco Bell in it. So yeah, why it's a it? very, that's... very big, confusing thing. That that sort of thing is. But yeah, I can't work that out. It. Even if I how much I tried, I mean, I thought that wouldn't t- the actual restaurant yeah. have something to say about possibly this? But actually, just one another, one other product place just before we go. I think in Men in Black. Uh, they had a spaceport in the Men in Black's compound, all the aliens coming through. And I think they had McDonald's or the Burger King in the background. Yeah, they did. Well, they had to, they had to eat somewhere, I suppose. The aliens get Well, it up is a, a spaceport, after all. Yes. And if, if you go to any airline, they often do have the, um, yeah. the old restaurant yeah. here and there yeah. to, before you head off into... Um, yeah. Well, air, while coming in, they, 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 after a long flight, yeah. Other galaxy, the one of burger and fries, like you know, like they actually eat our food. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, it was interesting. Yeah, but, it's interesting. That's but anyway, it's um, we yeah. almost finished. Or? Yeah, um, I just want to sit down. <coughs> okay, um, are you ready to rate this movie? This oh, look, honestly, um, taking everything in consideration that Eli's first attempt at the feature film, mm-hmm. uh, and then looking at the film itself, the mm. uh, cinema work, the audio, mm. 
storyline. Like, I'd have to give it a nine. I mean, I, I know I keep giving lots of things nines, yeah. nine and a half or whatever. I might even go nine and a half this one because I really enjoyed it. It is funny without being stupid. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. And I think I give this movie a nine too. So, yeah. um, now remember, it's called Tucker and Dale versus evil. evil. 2010. Now, you probably can still buy a copy of it somewhere. You may get it through Amazon or your local DVD store or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, have a look around. It's a good watch. You like parody, horror, comedy horror. Mm. This be right up your alley. I think it's hilarious. Agreed. Yeah. For those who like watching those old slasher movies, this one will give you um, a run for your money. Yeah. But either way, if, and if you don't like comedy horror, I say still give it a go mm. because you th- you will think about Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. and all the real yeah. horror movies, slasher movies, and yeah. say, like, oh yeah, I can see where that came from. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. if you look at those old slasher movies, some of them look rather cheesy and may not be remembered up to this point. But well, some don't. You, yeah. Some you don't. Today, today it's really important, and now it's thrown out. Next week, it's thrown out in the garbage. Mm. It's because not, they don't have any staying power. This here is a good staying power movie, I yes, think. Yes, I agree with Mike on this one. Mm. So, um, you guys go out and probably buy a copy or download a copy if you can. Well, or, no, or well, no. Download or buy it online. Download it from Amazon if you can buy a copy online. That mm-hmm. way, legally. If you need to download movies at some stage or rather just to look at something and you don't want to commit to buying something you haven't, you don't know mm-hmm. anything about, yeah, okay, download it if you like. Mm-hmm. Have a look. But then go and buy the original because the more people who buy the original copies, they're supporting the film industry and the guys who are actually making these movies need the money so they can make more movies. Mm, agreed. And you can't say, oh, yeah, Universal Studio won't miss yeah. a few dollars. Mm. But if everybody in the world did that, Universal Studios, Universal Studios would have to close their doors. Mm. We wouldn't so, yeah, want that, do we? You no, know, they make good movies. The same as Buena Vista and all the other good guys. The big guys have to make money and the little guys have to make money. Yeah, remember the little yeah. guys in independent filmmakers. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're looking to you to make movies a little bit more yeah. better. Yeah, and, and without that money, no one's going to make any movies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if, you, if you're not sure, yeah. download a copy, yeah. check Think it out. Think about and it, guys. Then, not try before you buy, but buy to help mm-hmm. them out because the mm-hmm. industry, in some ways, especially for independents, does struggle a bit. Yes, so think about this, guys. We're asking you just to think about it. Be mindful of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to say goodbye. So I'll see you guys next time. Same bat time, same witch hour. Till then, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> see you around, guys. Uh.